Got dreams of being a professional podcaster, but have no idea what you're doing? This is impossible. That's about to change. A new kind of school. Welcome to the Pod School Podcast. Hello and welcome to the show. Today I'm going to be talking about how to be a great co-host. I am training a bunch of people at the moment in how to do co-hosted shows and I'm picking up a lot of things that people are doing that I thought it might be really useful to share so that if you are getting into a co-hosted show, you can just be as killer a co-host as possible. So let's kick it off. One of the first things that you need to do if you are going to be in a co-hosted show is that you must always turn up prepared. Even if your co-host is going to be running the content of the show, or even if you break your show up into little segments and your co-host runs some segments and you run others, anything that your co-host has responsibility for, you need to still be fully briefed on. If you are learning about things from scratch when you are actually recording, it's going to be a lot harder for you to chip in with anything useful. It will also be quite nerve-wracking for you because if you are learning things in the moment as the mic's alive, you are trusting your brain to work overtime to come up with things in the moment that will add value. It is much easier to think about those things ahead of time, have a whole bunch of bullet point things that you can throw into the conversation. And then if things happen naturally or something pops into your head that was unexpected, great. You can add that in, but you've also got all of these things written down or all of these things that you've already spoken about that means you're never going to be thrown the ball and drop it or have your co-host talking about something and slowly getting to the end of their point and you're sitting there thinking, holy crap, I have to say something in a second and there is nothing but blank space and a tumbleweed going through my head right now. Being prepared is not just respectful for your co-host and helpful for them. It's also helpful for you because there is no worse feeling than crapping your dacks behind the microphone thinking, oh my God, I've got nothing to add. It just gives you a security blanket that means that you can have the confidence to really be there in the moment, be present, be listening to your co-host and go off on any tangents that present themselves because you've always got the security blanket of that preparation to go back to. It will make you a much better performer. It will make you more confident. It will also make you a much better person to work with from a co-host perspective because you're like, oh gosh, this person always has something to bring to the table. They never leave me hanging. They always pick up the ball. That's really essential to a good dynamic on a show. So make sure that you are prepared so you've always got something to bring. Just be mindful of not going too over the top with the preparation. So with some people that I work with, I'll often find that I'll get them to prepare something and then they'll come into the studio and they will have practiced almost word for word what they're going to say. So I'll say this and then you say this and then I'll say this and then you'll say that. This is a really difficult way to jump into a podcast because you're basically trying to act a conversation that you've already had. And you will notice if you do this, that you're then kind of hamstrung in a way because you're almost listening out like an actor listens for their line. And if your co-host ends up going off on another tangent or thinking about something else or forgetting the thing that you planned, you can be sitting there waiting for your line, not listening to a word that they're saying. So the conversation 
is very stilted or it's not very natural. So make sure you're prepared, but don't have gone in and told your co-host everything and have them tell you everything and say, okay, well, I'll say these words and then you say this word because you want the moment that's behind the microphone to be as natural and flowy as possible. And to be able to do that, you have to be present and you can't be present if you're just trying to remember, what did we do then? What did we do? What do I say now? What does she say? What? So make sure that you're prepared, but not over-prepared so that you've actually had the conversation beforehand. The other thing that you need to do is to make sure that you're always jumping in before you're invited. So there's nothing worse as a co-host than going through your points, saying things that you want to say, slowly getting to the end of your sentence and thinking, I don't know whether my co-host has anything to add here. It can be very off-putting for someone sitting across from you. And it is much better if you are always sort of jumping in before they get to the point where they have to say, what do you think about this? That's a dead giveaway for somebody who's looking at somebody and they're thinking, oh my goodness, I don't think you've got anything to add and I'm not sure how I get out of this. So I'm just going to ask you to come in and please help me because you're supposed to be my co-host. So make sure that you're either using hand signals. So putting your hand up to make sure that your co-host knows that you've got a point that you're going to jump in with or make it very clear in the way that you use your body language, I'm coming in, I'm going to add something here, I've got something. Don't sit back half asleep in your chair so that your co-host doesn't even know if you switched on or not or if you're going to add something. Be there, be present, be sort of on the edge of your seat, be leaning in when you want to say something so that your co-host can get the idea, okay, this person's got something and I can trust that when I finish my sentence, they're going to pick me up and run with the ball because it needs to sound very natural, like you're passing the conversation from one person to the next. And you can't do that if every time somebody passes it to another person, they have to say, what do you think? Tell me what your idea is about this. What's your opinion? You just want those opinions and thoughts and questions to be coming in without needing to be asked for. And sometimes that means you have to be quite visual about the fact that you are going to add something to the conversation The next thing that's very important to do is to please leave your shit at the door. I have worked with many co-hosts in my years in radio and podcasting, and there is nothing better than working with people who can have stuff going on outside of the studio or outside of the podcast record and not bring it in. It is almost impossible to have a good show when you are sitting in the studio with your co-host and all of their problems. This is a medium where people are listening and they want to be entertained or engaged. They don't want to be dragged down. People have got enough stuff to deal with and you need to be providing some entertainment, some information, but you don't need to be dragging them down and people will hear that energy. I'm not saying that if somebody passes away and you have a really difficult time that you need to get on there and be happy-go-lucky. In those cases, I would say just pop the record on hold. Sometimes life will get in the way in a way that you can't shake it. And it's okay for you to step back and to say, okay, I think we just need to take a break. But if you are just getting frustrated because you were caught in traffic on the way to the record or you had a bad date last night, please try and leave that outside of the show because for your co-host, it's going to be really hard if they have to wrench the excitement and the engagement out of you. 
You want it to be as simple and flowy as possible. And it can take some practice to really leave that stuff behind, especially if you are naturally someone who lets things get to them. So if that's the case, just be mindful of that. It can be really magic sitting across from someone and having a great show. And quite often it can be the perfect antidote to a crappy day or a situation that made you really feel frustrated. So be present, be in the moment and be there with your co-host because it can be really hard to be on the other side of that. And the best shows always happen when you're both there and ready and committed to what you're creating. The other thing to do is to make sure that you are listening to your co-host. Like I mentioned earlier, if you have scripted the episodes and you've practiced it, you won't be listening to what they're saying. You'll be listening for your line and that's never ideal. You want to be as prepared as possible because otherwise you're going to be obsessing in your head like, oh my gosh, I've got nothing to say. What can I say? What can I say? What can I say? Instead of listening to them. And if you're not listening, you can guarantee you will miss gold. And if I am a listener and I'm listening to somebody say something and it's interesting and then their co-host just totally glosses over it or misses it completely, I'm going to be sitting there pulling my air out saying, why didn't you ask them about that? You are the proxy for your listeners. You need to be asking the questions that they would be asking themselves and that's That requires you to be really present. So the way to do that is to be as prepared as possible, to be listening and to be as engaged as you can and in the moment so that you can have the best show you possibly can. And your co-host always feels like they're supported and that you're there and you're in the moment with them. And then finally, I would say just make sure that you are bringing your 50% to the table. I have worked with some co-hosts who are brilliant and super committed and then other co-hosts who kind of think because I do a lot of stuff that they cannot bother doing anything and that can get really, really frustrating. If your co-host is great at editing and they're happy to do that, that stuff takes a lot of time. So make sure that there are other things that you put your hand up for. Say, hey, if you're doing the editing, I'll take care of the social media or, you know, I'll do this, that and the other thing. Whatever it is, just make sure that you bring enough to the table that everybody feels like they're adding their equal piece to the pie because that kind of animosity and frustration builds up and you really need a good relationship with your co-hosts if you want the show to sound good, because people will pick up that you've kind of got the shits with each other. And those are the sort of things that build the shits in the background that you really want to try to avoid, because otherwise you won't be able to get that great conversational chemistry that you need to engage people in your show. So just make sure that even if your co-host is sort of like, I'm happy to do all of the things that you still push and push and push to contribute as much as you can. And sometimes if they really do want to do all of the things, that just means bringing your A game to every record, making sure that you are super prepped so that they are never left hanging, so that you've always got something to say, so that you can bring something interesting, engaging, insightful to the conversation. That can be a way to bring your 50% as well. That's essential anyway, but if there's some stuff that they want to take care of outside of the actual record and you're finding yourself a bit useless, then make sure that you are bringing it for every single record. Of course, you should be doing that anyway. 
but that can be a good way to contribute to a show if there are other ways that maybe you aren't contributing because your co-host might be a control freak. That can happen too. I hope that's helped you to think about how to be a better co-host. If you have any questions you would like answered, head to podschoolpodcast.com and hit me up at the contact page. And if you want a little bit more assistance with your podcast, you can head to podschool.com.au. That is my online podcasting course where I take you step by step through the whole process. I'll see you next week. And until then, happy podcasting. That's all for today. 